30 for 30. It is the postseason now because the college basketball season just ended tonight. We had the Gonzaga and Baylor championship game, the game we've been wanting all year. Of course, we wanted Illinois to be in it, but if it couldn't be Illinois, you wanted these two teams to play, and it was Baylor and Gonzaga. And I don't know about you, but I'm not surprised that Baylor won, but I am surprised that Baylor totally dominated Gonzaga the way they did. I mean, they made them look in the first 10 minutes of the game one one uh one guy texted me said it looks like i'm playing my kid in the driveway it's i mean it's a 10 year old daughter in the driveway i mean you know it was just like you know taking candy from a baby for them but you know gonzaga they're they're still you know they're a very good team but baylor just had one of those nights no i you know i agree with you on that i think um I think it's very similar to what happened with Illinois against Loyola Chicago. You know, they got punched in the mouth early and they didn't respond. Um, I, I don't want I don't I wouldn't go far saying you know a few got out coached or anything like that. I just think it, it's a team that hadn't really faced much adversity at all the entire season until you know last game where they you know probably shouldn't have won for being honest, and they just they didn't respond. They got absolutely smacked in the mouth by Baylor, and. Baylor is just as good, if not better, than Gonzaga as a team, and you know that, that kind of that showed that showed. Uh, you know, I have obviously, and you know, I was on Baylor. I liked Baylor. I just thought they matched up well, and I, you know, I just I've had my reservations about Gonzaga all season, and what I was worried about was the ability, you know, them not seeing the type of athleticism they would see in the Final Four of the championship all year until that time, and that's what happened. So, yeah, and I'm gonna tell you, Baylor is about as quick as any team I've seen in a long time. They are quick. They are able to um, defensively. They cover so much ground, and, and even when they have defensive breakdowns, just like it's like still hard to to score against them. And then offensively, they were lighting it up. And when they shoot that well from three, isolation ball, just playing one on one, get a switch, create a mismatch, and then just go attack. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, all year my my way to beat Baylor was hopefully they don't shoot the ball. That I mean, if you get into a game with them, that's that's your hope. That's how they lost to Kansas. They shot terrible. Like they they played awful offense. I mean, the defense wasn't bad, um, but I think it's also to be to be shown that they don't have a COVID pause. They probably go undefeated this season. Um, that COVID pause really messed with them for about a month or so, and they finally got their swagger back in the NCAA tournament. No question. They look like the Baylor team that I saw in December when Illinois played Baylor. That was the team that I saw. So the season's over, which is fine. You know, we're, we're ready now to move on. I was kind of ready for it to be over because now we get to the fun stuff, which is the craziest offseason perhaps in college basketball history. I, I don't know if we've ever – I hope last, it's fun. We oh, hope it's fun. Well, that's true. That is true. We do hope it's fun. But here's the thing. It's going to be exciting even if it's bad. It's still going to be like – on the edge of your seat stuff. I mean, it. you know, we're hoping it ends like a Hallmark movie, but maybe it's going to end like a, you know, a horror movie. I, I don't know, but it's, it's, it's crazy. We have, um, so, there are like, I think I read today that there are close to 1300 guys in the portal now. And, and they, they estimate it could be, you know, we could be 1500, 1800 guys in the portal. It, it's insane. The number of guys that are out there. And we have guys who are playing big minutes. Like it's not just guys who, are leaving because they're not playing or maybe they need it, it's like high major guys who are scoring double figures like yeah i'm out i'm ready to move you know adam miller being a good example from illinois jumping in the portal so it, we've seen this happen what what is uh what's your take on this have you seen me i mean you've talked to some guys here some of the college players what are your thoughts um you know i i don't know if i can say it on a pod what my actual thoughts are about it um <laughs> But in the grand scheme of things, you're going to have almost you know 35, 40 percent of Division One collegiate players in the portal. That's mind-boggling and absolutely asinine. Um, I'm all for you know the freedom of the movement. You know, if you want to transfer one time, that's great. Um, but you're seeing players that are leaving because you know hypothetically, other players' parents got more tickets. Um, you're seeing players transfer because they are up. 
Yeah, hy hypothetically, of course. Uh, you're seeing players transfer because they weren't the number one option as a freshman on a top five team in the country. It, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know what goes in a lot of these thought processes. You know, I think there are some cases where a transfer needs to happen. You know, where a yeah. kid was wronged or whatever it might be, that's fine. But at the grand, at the end of the day, I really wonder a lot of these transfers, who's the real one benefiting? Who's the one pushing the transfer? Because a lot of times I don't think it's a player. Yep. That's that's the issue with this right now. I'm all about being able to get a one-time free transfer. I, I think that's fantastic. But I think there's some issues that are going on right now that will have to be addressed at some point. Well, if it's a one-time transfer, so if 40% of the kids transfer this year, there's not going to be that many left over to transfer next year. I mean, there's only so many guys out there. I mean, you know, some of them are going to leave, whatever. You're going to have high school kids coming in. I, I'm worried. My my concern is this. There are going to be some guys who don't have a home when this is all done. They're not going to have a place to play. They're, they're not going to have a Division One offer. They're not going to have a chance to get an education. So that's kind of my concern there. Um, what's going to happen with that? Yeah, so, what what are they going to do? I, I they're going to end up sitting a year, going to a JUCO, going to D two. It's all going to funnel down. I mean, there's only so many spots, and, and these 2021 kids have really had it rough too. Some of these marginal 21 kids, you heard coaches telling them last year, you guys need to pick, you guys need to choose a school because if you wait too long, you're going to be stuck stuck out, and, and that's kind of where we're at. And so, think, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And I, I, I think I think there's a lot of 2021s that didn't believe that, didn't yeah. think it was going to happen that way, and now they're they're kind of being told, hey, we don't have a spot for you anymore. We want these transfers instead. We want these experienced players instead. So as you kind of look at 2021, you know, and I'm, you know, who is who's going to be in the Illinois? We've already got two guys. We know that we're going to have Luke Goody. We know we're going to have R.J. Melendez. Uh, we know we're going to have, um, you know, we're going to add some more guys too. Um, it's not going to be stuck with those two guys. Now the question becomes who's there. I think the next guy in the 21 class that looks like he's ready to roll is Brandon Podjemski. Podjemski is a 6'5", 6'6", shooter, lefty, can fill it up. I think he's next, and I think he Illinois is in pretty good position here, but they, they haven't been told yes, so they're kind of, you know, it's kind of, it is what it is, right? I mean, we're just trying to figure it out. What's he going to do? He supposed to talk to his AAU coach this weekend, Antonio Curro, and he said that, uh, you know, it would be before here in the next, uh, so I guess before the signing period, which is a week from Wednesday. So next within the next week, we're going to see what Podjemski does. Of course, the big name guy is Ty Ty Warren, you know, the five-star kid, you know, out of Compass Prep. And who knows what Ty Ty, Ty I'm sorry, Ty Ty Washington from Compass Prep. What's Ty what's Ty going to do? I mean, you know, nobody knows. You can't get an interview. You know, his dad told me, his dad actually told me, I asked him, have you guys set anything up, got any business plan to guess, uh, got any idea what's going on? Nope. Uh, do you have a time frame? Nope. Do you have a school? Nope. Nothing. So basically kind of just very in the dark here with him. So we'll see what happens. Obviously everybody, you know, there's a whole list of schools that want Tai Tai. But you wonder about these 21 kids. Are they waiting to see who, who a school adds in the transfer portal? I mean, are they waiting? Are they just wanting to see what happens? You know, I think that might be the case. But at the end of the day, if I'm a 2021, that, that coaching staff, I if I like a school, like, don't wait. Like, it, it doesn't make any sense. If you're waiting to see what happens with the transfer portal, are you really good? Or do you really – are you that afraid of competition? One, like – I understand every high school kid thinks, "Oh, we're gonna, I'm gonna walk in as a freshman, I'm gonna play all these minutes, blah 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 blah." So I love about Luke Goody. He knows he's gonna have to compete his butt off to get playing time, right away. He knows it, and you, you can't find a lot of those players in the top 150, top 100 anymore. They they just expect to play right away, play all these minutes, and when it doesn't happen, they transfer and go, you know, go away. And you know, Ty Ty Washington's a different story because I think he's good enough no matter where he goes. He'll be starter. He'll start. He'll play a lot of minutes. Brandon Podjemski, 
I think he's got a great future. I think he's going to be a really good player. I don't think that's next year as a freshman. I think he's you know be a ten minute guy tops next year depending on the team he's on. I mean, he's on Illinois. I think he's a ten minute guy, ten ten fifteen maybe. He's got to put on a lot of weight. He's got to learn how to play defense. That's what all these freshmen got. If I'm a college coach, if I can add a a Big Ten caliber player that averaged you know, 14 points a game or whatever the heck it was, 12 points a game, was the best defender on a team, 96 percentile shooting the three. Wouldn't I add him over Pajinski if that was if you had if you had to choose between the two? You know, right, right. Um, so that's my kind of idea. Is like if I if if I'm the college coach, give me the player that has one less year of of eligibility, but two years more experience right now. Yeah, right. Been in a it college weight room, and, and that's where you're Played at. Defense. You that's know. where you're at. You know, I mean, that's the hard part about these making these decisions. Yeah. What are you going to do, and how do you um how do, how does that figure out? So we're going to see what happens here. I think uh, in the transfer portal, of course, Illinois has they're pretty high on um, Armand Franklin. Um, they really, um, they, they want him, the kid from Indiana. I may have been, I may have been alluding to him. Yeah, I may have been alluding to Armand. Maybe, 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 maybe. Um, so we'll see. We'll kind of see what happens here. I, I think that um, it, it's, I don't know, I, I guess we'll see what happens. But I feel like Illinois is putting a good pitch. You know, Franklin doesn't, uh, I think it's going to be kind of, um, I, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens, but I don't. Indi, Illinois doesn't think he's going back to Indiana. Indiana thinks he's coming back to Indiana, so I, I just don't. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen there. I think it's going to be a wild, wild uh, West. It's going to be. It starts with the transfer portal. I think Franklin's going to make a decision pretty shortly. Illinois feels like they did everything they could. I, I would say it's not going to be much longer in a day or two. And of course, then you got to wonder like what's going to happen. And, and I know you're tight with Trent. Um, Brandon Wildland, of course, from Illini guys and I on the lines. He's he's here and he's he, you know he's tied with Trent and yeah you know we'd love to see Trent come back for another year and he can and it doesn't oh. even count as one of the scholarships. So you know there's a lot of things that are going to happen in the next couple months. Who's staying? Who's going? So we're going to keep covering that as we go along and it's it, it changes daily. Let me tell you. Um, I do want to say real quick. Um, I'm going to mention this. So ESPN just came out there way, way too early, top 25. Yeah. How do people get paid to do this? <laughs> Michigan State, number 22 in the country. That's fair. But Gabe Brown, is he back? Is Aaron Henry back? Right. Like, what, what on their team screams top 25 next season? Um, I'm just – Kentucky, 19 – is it just because it's Kentucky? North Carolina just lost Walker Kessler, number 18, and their coach. Um, you know, Michigan's bringing in the number one recruiting class, and they've got them at 17. But you go up to the top 10, and they've got, you know, Maryland at number six. I'm sorry, I'm not sold on Maryland at all for next season. Like, well, did not uh, even, no. We don't even, so well, the, they're. What's his name? Uh, the defensive player of the year in the Big Ten. It, just announced. Announced he's either transferring or going to the, trying the NBA and then uh, transfer. Well, so, actually, his his thing was, I mean, I am entering my name into the portal, or I'm going to the draft, or I might come back. Yeah, was his exact word. So he really narrowed it down. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> the the thought process is Wiggins. Maryland doesn't think he's back. Isn't doesn't think he's going to come back. At least from what I've read. Fats Russell, I don't think his game translates at all to the Big Ten. That's my opinion. So I think I like Maryland the big guy numbers... they added. The Georgetown oh, kid's a good. Player. Oh, I, I love Quaidus Wayhop. I think he's a great player. But yeah, I just so... I don't see them as number six in the country. No, and then I, they've I think got, that's insane. They've got Ohio State at the at number four. Well, I don't think you can be a top ten team without a five man and potentially without a four man. <laughs> and then. And then Purdue, number three in the country. Look, I, I, I was as I was as high as anybody on Purdue this season. But that's a very lofty expectation for a bunch of freshmen to make a jump if, to if be if number Illinois, three in the country. If Illinois brings Kofi back, they're going to be in that mix. Like, I mean, they're, they're going to be one of the best. They've added a. They've added. They've. And I'm not. And this is nothing against. Um, Solo added Omar Payne, for those of you who don't know, mm -hmm. in the transfer portal. 
610 athletic kid runs the floor shot blocker um you know a kid who he's he's one of the top he's the actually was the top high major guy in points per possession as the pick and roll man because all they had to do is throw it up he dunk it right so if the help comes and can you imagine that guy playing with Curbelo? so let's say they bring back kofi and they add omar Payne. that's just dynamic i mean that's a dynamic five they upgraded at the backup five because you know nothing against georgie georgie's fine but georgie illinois lost ground virtually every game except for the ohio state game in the big 10 tournament when georgie went in the game all year i mean it was like a consistent thread kofi's plus 28 on the plus minus and illinois winning by 12 you know well the, well the, when he wasn't in there georgie was in there so that's nothing against georgie but it's just you know the dynamics now you add a guy who's better defensively um a better finisher shot 75% from the floor. So how do you not think, I mean, if you, we don't, if we're guessing who's going to come back, if Kofi and Curbelo are back and, and there's no, nothing tells Curbelo's not going to be back, but if they're back, they're good. Illinois good. I mean, they're, they're going to be a top 10 team. I'm telling you. You know what the, you know what Illinois next year screams to me with Kofi back? If people doubting them, you know, Iowa's gone. This year's Michigan team. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's, everyone's down on them. Not expecting much. A very veteran team with a lot of people that have played a lot of games. Especially bring Trent in or Arbon Franklin or something like that. You have a very, very good team. A really good team. That's not even counting, say, you bring in like a Trey Mitchell or oh, a yeah. to, be, to be named later four, three slash four. Or, or um, even guys that are in the portal like Joel and Tomway. Yeah. Somebody yeah. like that. I mean, there's so many dudes out there that can play. And. And I'm going I'm a big Coleman Hawkins fan too. I think Coleman Hawkins is going to be good. I think people have kind of slept on him. He's going to take a year off season. And I mean, I got so many texts from people. I, I think Coleman should play more. And I think Coleman's, well, you know, okay, next year he probably will. So, you know, they got a lot of guys. And then of course our wild card, who might be one of the most important guys, is Austin Hutcherson. Hutch, Hutch having a great off season, getting healthy, going to be back on campus in June. Um, you know, to work out. I'm. Man, I'm excited to see him. You know, or, yeah. so I, you know, I'm really excited for Hutch. Um, I will point a disclaimer out there. If you guys see on Twitter players confirming they'll be back or anything like that, <laughs> um, take it with a grain of salt because they haven't really had their meetings yet with coaches. The, the roster is as fluid as recruiting is right now. Um, yep. you, you, we don't know what the roster for Illinois is going to look like. And honestly, you know, in, in the tweet, um, in said tweet that I'm talking about, it said said player was confirming he'll be back, but he's he's flying home today and will be overseas for, you know, whatever amount of weeks. And I'm like, take that with a grain of salt, guys. Like, and I'm not, you know, people ran with it on, you know, on some of the forums about, oh, he's confirming he's back, can't wait. Oh, I'm so mad. But like, guys, we have no idea. We have well, no clue. There's no, no question. One knows. Underwood said that today. He said they haven't even had their postseason meetings yet because they let mm -hmm. them all go home. So, you, you know, we, we anybody who is, is in the know knows. You know what I mean? It's going to happen. Yeah. I, I don't think Georgie's announced that he's not coming back, but everybody knows Georgie isn't coming back, right? I mean, we, we all know yeah. that. So let's we're going to switch gears here, and we're going to switch over now. We're going to talk about some – I got the chance to go to the NY2LA Swish and Dish this past weekend, and I saw some of the top targets in – 2022, 2023, 2024 for the Illini. And boy, it, it was fun. Um, it was great. So let's, I'm going to talk about a couple guys here. So you you were up there. You were in Wisconsin, but you didn't come buy me lunch. So I got stuck. I had to, I, you had to I work. Had to work. I, I, yeah, I got, yeah, you know, Easter weekend, uh, you know, at the resort, I, I helped run the recreation department at Lake Lawn Resort. So we, uh, we were full of activities every day and I had to do a 3,000 3, egg hunt. That I had to uh, hide three thousand eggs for Sunday morning, um, so that was fun. Um, but I got you. I got you this summer. All right. All right. All right. Next time. Next time they're there, you can head on over to Pleasant Prairie to the Recplex and watch Absolutely. some basketball. So Absolutely. Can't couple, wait. Two guys that got offers from Illinois last week: Danilo Jovanovic, who is a six foot eight, twenty twenty two kid out of um, Whitnall, New Berlin, Wisconsin, Whitnall High School. Um, he's a combo forward. He plays. He's a wing forward. He's really like a guy who can shoot it. Really good shooter. Lefty. Um, he scores in the post. He's tough. He defends. He rebounds. I really like this kid. 
I think he is a really guy who can be a real a guy who can be a you know a, a, a three four and, and play the three, play the four. He defends well on the perimeter. His awareness defensively is really impressive. So I'm actually got an interview that'll go up this week on Illini guys talking about him and breaking down his game a little bit more in depth. So I'm I'm high on him. And then a guy who was maybe the biggest highlight reel waiting to happen was Seth Trimble, who is a 2022, a 6'3 point guard from Menominee Falls in Wisconsin. He is, uh, Seth is one of those guys. Um, there was a description that somebody gave me. He said, he's a, you know, when, when God handed out athletic ability, he went back and got, the, he got seconds. So he is a freak athlete. He gets to the rim at will. He can dunk on people. He, defensively he's a menace um and he, and he showed off the ability to knock down shots um you know he just was fantastic and literally after the games got done on friday night um illinois he got a call from um his his aau coach actually got a call from chin coleman he's talking to antonio curro who's the same coach as brandon podzimski by the way both these guys play for phenom U, um and um you know team harrow phenom U, and and so they uh he hands over to Seth and Seth's like, he was excited. You know, he, and the thing is he's a college basketball aficionado because he knew exactly how IO played and different things. So, I mean, this is, you start to see Illinois. I mean, if they get Podzemski, now you start building this kind of, you know, relationship with Phenom U. I think that's a great, great place to start with an EY Bale team. I wonder who tipped off uh, Chin to how well Seth was playing this weekend. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who that could have been. I, I don't know who that could have uh, been. It's, it's a it's a it's a mystery. Kind of. I think if I think it's like a, a dirty dirty something. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's a mystery. <laughs> but uh, no, like, yeah, it's it's a mystery. We may never we may never saw. We might need a Scooby Doo out here. But you know, I kind of one thing I really love what they're doing right now is when's the last time we went into Wisconsin and got players? Yeah, exactly. When's the last time we did it? And you know, Wisconsin seems to be always be you know. Wisconsin seems to ha- just have some players that just, you know, four, three, four years from now, you're like, holy cow, how did I only miss him? You know, how did yeah. I only not even, you know, because yep. it was they always do. assumed those players, were, it was always assumed those players were going to go to Wisconsin. Yep. But with these star players being on, you know, stub players being on Phenom U, that ain't going to happen. They ain't right. going to Wisconsin. No, exactly. Because um, the Harrow, Wisconsin thing, there's not a, there, yep. so, so, hey, go and, get him. It's, you're, you're got to be yep. Marquette, who just changed coaches, so. There's your and if you if you can you bring in Podzinski, and he has a great experience, all this other stuff, they're friends, they're close with all those guys. I love yep. it. I love the offers Illinois putting out. They're long, they're tall, they're they're athletic. Um, they're exactly what Baylor has. Yep. They're exactly the tip. They're what Baylor has and what Illinois wants to be. I mean, Illinois loves Kofi Coburn. You know, they would take Kofi Coburn in a, in a millisecond back. But Kofi is limited defensively. He's limited offensively as well. And if you want to beat more athletic teams, teams that are more well-rounded, I guess you could say, you need you need longer players. You need more options. Um, and that's exactly what Illinois is trying to do. And I love it. I really and, and do. You, you know, that's something go- I haven't seen in forever. Same same principle as having a four-man who's 6'3 or 6'4. Yeah, you need more length out there. You know, you got to have more length and more size. And- yeah. You know, you're going to play there. You know. So a couple of 2022s, and another team of 2022s was Mean Streets. So Mean Streets there, their 2022 class. Their team yeah. is loaded, by the way. Um, they are loaded. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some highlights. Um, some AJ highlights Casey. Kind of crazy. AJ Casey, of course, from Whitney Young. Simeon Whitney Young. Now he's at Whitney Young. He's a 6'8 forward. He's kind of a do-it-all guy. He reminds me of like a, you know, and I'm not saying he's this good, obviously, but he's like a Scottie Pippen. He's, he's not a like a highlight real score. He's not going to put up 40 in a game very often, but he's like a guy who puts up 15 points. He gets seven rebounds. He gets six assists. He'll block a couple shots, get a couple steals, just kind of a Swiss army knife guy at the forward, like point forward type guy handles it. Well, very athletic. You know, he's the top 25 player in the country. Um, you know, Illinois wants him badly. Obviously um, they, they love him. The other guy on this team that has an offer is uh, Jalen Washington from uh over in uh, Gary, Indiana, West Side, Gary West Side, 6'10 forward. He's probably he, he's a four, stretch four guy. He can post up, he can score, he can play five. 
you know, his, his goal is to play three, and I think he has the skills to play three. I'm not sure he's coming off a knee injury. I'm not sure he's quite quick laterally enough, but he was fantastic. The guy on their team that really turned heads this weekend because it is Cam Craft. So it's interesting. Cam Craft is a 6'5 kid from Buffalo Grove, 6'6, 6'5, 6'6 kid from Buffalo Grove. Craft is a kid who can really um, score the ball. I mean, he just he scored 28 points a game in high school. It's interesting. Illinois hasn't offered him. You know, you're talking about how he's that kid that kind of you wonder down the road, like, should we have offered him? You know what I mean? Like, it, is this a kid we should have offered? Um, you know, he's got high major offers. He's putting up numbers. But for but I think there's another shooting guard that they're really high on. And in that 2022 class from the state of Illinois, who plays the Illinois Wolves, and that's Jaden Shoot. And so the question becomes, you know, is there, could you, is craft shoot, craft shoot, shoot craft? I mean, what? And I think they're different. Kraft is more of a scorer, shoots more of a shooter. Um, just a, he scores, but he's a fantastic shooter, like one of the best shooters we've seen in a long time. So what do you what do you have you seen Cam Kraft at all? Just highlights. I haven't. I've only seen highlights of Cam Kraft. I know what Jaden Shoot is. He's the best shooter in the country, regardless yes. of class right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, I think I trust the staff enough to if they think offering craft might irritate shoot or whatever the heck it is because uh, that stuff happens like that is legitimate real things yes. um i'm not going to question them on that on that on that um part um i love shoot but at the same time shoot is not a shoe in to be an Illini player like he oh. he is heavily recruited by some top tier big 10 teams and it's going to be it's going to be interesting, but I do agree with you that I am surprised Kraft has not been offered because yeah. Illinois, this staff has been known to widen their basket or widen yeah. their net, and I am surprised they haven't widened it to Kraft yet, and it just makes me wonder if they are trying to play a little, um, you know, not necessarily feelings, but hey, Sh- Jaden, you're the only guy, you're the only shooting guard we're offering in this class. We want you. In state, it makes because that. I'm kind of hearing, state, yeah. I'm hearing some really good things. I'll tell you, out of state, he wasn't there this weekend AJ, because he was AJ Store from Compass Prep played good. with Tai He is a. If you guys watch Geico, he's a baller. Dude can fill it up. He's six five, he's six six. Baller. He's a beast. Um, I think he's strong as not. I, I think this kid is going to blow up in the in the summer when he gets out of the AAU circuit. I think he's going to blow up. I think he's going to have put up some great numbers, and he's going to be a kid they're going to want. Now, what Illinois would like to do is lock him up before he gets out on the AAU circuit and making these things happen. So, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I, I feel really good about where they're at right now um, with AJ Store. So that's going to be a fun one to watch, see where he's at, um, see what he does in the next so, few weeks. So yeah, so so Brad, you know, you said you feel really good of where they're at. Can you can you elaborate a little bit on that? Well, I, I think <laughs> no, no. I would say I think stores. <laughs> I think I think stores getting close. Um, I think Illinois is really okay. pushing him to get him done before you know things. I think they're in a good position with him. So um, that's going to be interesting to see if they're yeah. able to do that before he hits that portal. So well, and you know quickly, you know, just real quickly, Brad. Everybody, th- these the recruiting rankings you see are hogwash right now. Reggie Bass is a top 100 point guard. AJ Store is probably a top 60 player. He's not even ranked on some services right now. I don't even think he's ranked yeah. on rivals. Yeah. Um, Jaden so, Shoot isn't ranked on a lot of things. Yeah. So when you take when you're when you this 22 class 2022, you can't look at the rankings right now or maybe even by the end of it because the end of the day, a lot of these guys have not seen these guys play. They have not played a lot of AAU right now, and you just got. You just kind of have to accept that. I I have faith the staff knows what they're doing when it comes to recruiting guards. It, what what has the staff proven guard wise is that they can get studs. Andre Curbelo was like number seventy in the country when only was right on him. I was sitting at a I was sitting at a dinner with uh, with Tyler Underwood. We were at um, Scotty's Brew House, and this was months before Andre Curbelo was even mentioned um, as you know connected to connected to Illinois, whatever. And he's like, you know where my dad's at? He's like, where? He's like, you know, Puerto Rico. 
was talking to Corbello's. He's down there seeing Corbello's family. And I was like, who's, who's Andre Corbello? He's like number 80 in the country. I'm like, really? Ends up like 36 on Rivals or 41, whatever the heck it was. You know, I, I have the utmost faith in the Illinois staff recruiting and taking commits from the right guards. And I fully mean that. So I just yeah. want to put that out there real quick. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I'm, yeah, I, I think that they're good. I Now let's look at – so let's switch kind of switch to a 23 class. 2023 yep. kids are up there. So in-state 2023 is is an oh-my-gosh class. Like literally <laughs> – loaded. It, it is, is an oh-my-gosh class. So there's one team – there's two teams that I'm going to talk about. Well, actually, I could talk about three, but I'm going to talk about two teams today. <laughs> We're talking about two teams. One of the teams is, of course, the uh, – the Mac Irvin Fire, 16U team, which is they're an elite team. Um, they have so many dudes that can just get after it. They are a group of guys who can uh, they score. They, I mean, they do everything. I mean, they're they're at crazy athletic. They're led by Javante JJ Taylor, who is a six foot seven uh, guard forward from Kenwood, who is a top ten player in the nation. He's fantastic. Hey. He did everything this weekend. Who's the coach at Kenwood? Mike Irvin. From the yes! from the Mac Irvin Fire. Mm-hmm. Now, I will tell you about JJ Taylor. He did have a great quote this weekend. His great quote was, you know, what are your thoughts on Illinois? I love Illinois. Yeah! So that's a good thing. That's if you got a 23 kid that loves Illinois, he's top ten player in the country. That's not bad. So that's one guy on this team. But he's not the only guy. Like there are there are at least three other I think there are three other high major guys. For sure in this group. Sex one my fav, one of my favorite guys is a six seven kid who's kind of like a Draymond Green type. His name is Davius Lowry. Davius Lowry also goes to guess where? Kenwood. Kenwood. Yes, that's correct. And he's six seven. He's you know two hundred pounds. He's strong. He's a little thick. Moves his feet. Makes all those little plays. You know he doesn't doesn't have to score, but he does score. You know he doesn't have to. Can if he needs to. Love Davius Lowry. And then, so you got JJ, you got Davius, and then you got Dada. Darren Ames Jr. Dada is 6'2, 170 guard out of, out of, guess which high school? Kenwood. Kenwood, that is correct. Also from Kenwood. <laughs> so Dada, these three, this trio of Kenwood guys are just fantastic. They are, they play well together. You know, Dada can get to the rim, he hits shots. You know, Darius is a really good player. And there's another kid on their team who is still, remember, these are kids are sophomores. So they have two years before we're going to like see the, the, before they start looking at, or go to college. You know, they have a kid named, there's a kid at St. Ignatius named Jackson Kotecki, who is a six, nine kid who, who is really good. I mean, he's a high major kid. He's going to be a high major kid. Cause I don't think he's done growing. He does things. He's skilled. He's, he's got a chance to be a high major. So that's the fire 16s, but we're not done because in state, we also have a lesser known program known as the, Mid Pro Academy. They're formerly Illinois Irish. We had Gavin Sullivan, their director, on last week for 30 for 30. Mid Pro Academy. So we get a chance to get out. And he told us about these guys, but I got a chance to get out and watch them a little bit. And they're they're the deal, man. I tell you what, they're the deal. Um, Owen Freeman, actually their big guy who has an Illinois offer, the kid from Bourbonnet, um, he couldn't play because he has uh, he had some injuries um, that that occurred. And so he's six nine forward, Bourbonnet. He's really come a long way, but he didn't even play. And they still went 3-0. They beat EYBL team, Brad Beal Elite, on Saturday. <laughs> and they didn't just – they beat them by, like, 10. And and had Freeman didn't play. If Freeman plays, they probably beat him by 20 because that was the one thing they struggled to match up with was the, inside, the size of the side. But there's a kid on this – there's one kid. We, we've talked a little bit about Brock Harding on here before. He's six-foot guard. Uh, maybe not six-foot, 5'10", six-foot guard out of Moline. Really good player. Got a great feel. Good passer. Gonna be a good player. I, I don't. I'm just think he's a high major kid yet, but he's progressing. But there was a kid who had a breakout weekend. And it was Ty Pence. Ty Pence, small school out of St. Joe, St. Joe Ogden, six five six six. Kid can shoot the heck out of it. He is a tremendous shooter. He's and you know he's figuring out how to play. It was it was great to watch his maturation because on on Friday he played against a couple of teams. They're solid teams. Don't get me wrong. They were good teams. He lit him up. I think he had like 47 points in the two games on, on Friday. So 23 and a half a game, which in AAU is a ton of points because you don't play the whole game because you have like 10 guys going in and out because, you know, you got multiple games in a day. So to put up that kind of numbers, you, you have to do something. 
Then on Sunday against Bradville Lee, or Saturday comes out against Bradville Lee, and he drains a couple early shots, hits a few, and you're like, whoa, he's going off again. Well, then then they start you know running him off the line. He's starting to get, he started getting in the air, get stuck. But you saw him at the end of the game. Bradville Lee cuts it down to four points. Ty Pence makes play, jumps, jump stop, shot fake, goes under, scores. Then he jump stops, kicks out for Ethan Kaiser, another kid who had a great weekend shooting the ball, six five, ultra athletic kid, um, and. He, he hits him for a wide open three. He drains it. And the next thing you know, the lead went from, you know, it's like went from four to nine. And then they hit another three and they, they cruise. Ty Pence is a kid that Illinois likes quite a bit. Um, I know Illinois also talked to um, um, Sullivan after, you know, a little bit to his AAU coach after the games um, just to kind of, you know, gauge that, you know, gauge him. And so, you know, obviously I talked to Pence and he said if, if Illinois offered, that would be his dream school. He told me that. Yeah, that's to be a dream come true, well, you know. So he's pretty excited. Yeah, well, so you know, I, I I'm pretty pretty good friends with Jake, uh, his older brother. Um, I know Kenzie well, his older sister. I, I know the Pence as well. Um, played sports against them, you know. Went to college with Jake. Um, you know, they they are a really good family. They are a very very sport oriented family. I you know I have great memories of Jake uh, knocking my high school basketball career out. <laughs> um, in sectionals at St. Joe. Uh, uh, great memories, memories, great memories. Of, yes. Yeah, I have fond memories of him beating me on the football field, the only school I was not able to secure a win against in my high school career um, on the football field was St. Joe. Uh, so, like I said, that family is just extremely athletic. His sister plays softball at ISU. Um, Jake could have played uh, football or, or basketball at a lower level. Um, you know, it, it it's just a really good family, and Ty is without a doubt the most athletic and the mo- best overall athlete out of that family, and he's going to be a stud. And I, I've said that. You know, you texted me about Ty the day, the Friday, yep. and I texted you back. I said, he's going to be a stud, great family, great kid. I want him at Illinois. And I, I texted Jake that. I said, hey, Illinois likes Ty. Tell him to keep balling. I said, happy Easter. Tell Ty to keep balling. That's all I said. I said, happy Easter. Tell Ty to keep balling. I want to see him in orange blue. Yeah. And so I, I'm really excited to hear that from you, um, you know, because we talked a little bit about it, but that, you kind of a little more in depth there. I, yep. I'm really excited to hear Illinois' interest because, man, it'd be, it'd be really cool seeing him play, him suit up in the orange blue for sure. Yeah, he's definitely a kid to keep an eye on over the next few weeks as uh, he starts keeps playing against this competition. Because, mm-hmm. you know, and it's he gets the same knock a lot of these kids get. He's a small school kid who play, doesn't play against maybe the same competition that you see up in Chicago, the athletic competition. But the, the one thing I always say to people, what you don't understand also is that they put like four guys on you when you're in a small school because mm-hmm. you don't have other guys to go with you. Yeah. You know, so it's there's, there's a give and take there. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and, you know, and, you know, for anyone that says, well, maybe he's just a lanky shooter. Kid was dunking in middle school. Oh, yeah. He, he's athletic. He's very athletic. Yep, so I just want to put that out there athletic bouncy kid he's not he's yep. not like the typical like i can just stand and shoot kid no he yep. uh you know he's he's got a little sauce to his game he can he's really good at attacking closeouts you know so he's he's got he's got he's got some swag to his game yes. he's got some swag yes i so. do i i do have to he does have hair he has some great hair too like his hair he's, he's, he's kind of he's he's got some great great flow going too on the top so it's 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 serious. it's it's a pence it's a it's a pence thing and i i told jake how jealous i was because i didn't have a flow like that in high school yeah, it's jake had flow. the flow and, and and ty's got a flow and, so. and ty ty has mastered also the hair the hair blow too like you know blowing his hair from you know up because so it doesn't go in his eyes so it's pretty impressive stuff oh, like that cracks me up That's good funny. stuff so those are the things you get to notice when as the aau tournament weekend winds winds down you start noticing yeah, boy. Uh, yeah, another jumper. Oh, look! Look at the hair. Nice hair. So anyway, so as we kind of go, so as we get, and so now, now we'll go to the la- last group that I want to talk about is the twenty-four class that I saw up in NY2LA. We're going to talk about big guys now. Obviously, the big guy that everybody wants is, you know, James Brown. You know, you know, twenty twenty-four kid, six foot eight, relentless motor, scores it. It's funny you watch him play. So the the first time, and I'd seen him on highlights, but I hadn't seen him live yet, obviously, because he's, you know, we didn't go out last year and he's a freshman. So you watch him, and 
it was funny because the first two times he gets the ball in the post, he turns and scores over with his left hand over his right shoulder. And you're thinking, oh, he's left-handed, right? No, he goes to the line, he shoots all his free throws right-handed. So this is a kid who has he's he can use either hand. He scores inside. He he's relentless on the glass. He's just I, I really like this kid. I mean, I think he is legit five star big man. Um reminds me athletically, say I don't think he's like you know, I, I don't know if he's like that not crazy bouncy, but you know, more like I think he's gonna be like a, a more skilled like okay, okay, sorry, more skilled like Cliff Alexander from a size standpoint. That kind of kid. A little more what, skilled. What about a what about a Jared Sullinger? Is that how? What about that comp? Yeah, he. I think he's not. He's more bouncy. Just sty- style. Style. Real yeah, time. he's a little bit got that. You know where he scores inside, but he's just okay. so relentless on the glass and stuff. So I don't know. Yeah. High motor kid, you know. So he's he's impressive. But he wasn't the only kid. So he's the name guy. But yeah. I saw a couple other guys, and actually the funny part is one of his teammates actually is a six seven kid who plays probably more of a. He's going to be more of a four, um, down the road is Morez Johnson, who I talked to a little bit six seven kid out of St. also at St. Rita. Um, he, he's another kid, very good, big guy, mobile, athletic, uh, moves well, um, can shoot a little bit. So that, there's a guy. And then the third big guy is from 2024 for Illinois Wolves 15 team. Those, uh, James Brown played with the Macaron Fire 15s. Now you got Morez with the um, Mean Streets 15s. And then you get the Wolves 15s. They have a big kid out of normal community. Um, from Bloomington, Illinois, and that's Jaheim Weber, who's a six-eight kid. He's like one of those soft-bodied kids. He's not—you can tell—he's still got some baby fat type thing. You know, I'm not saying he's fat. I'm just saying he's not not, not like cut or defined like some of these guys are. He's going to get in a weight program and keep building. He's just going to get more and more and more athletic, get and get better. And he's got good feet. Um, he's got great hands. Everything he caught, he had. He rebounds. He uses his body. He's physical. Scores the back to basket. He really impressed me. I thought he was one of the better players um, there at the 15U, big guys. And so those are three guys that obviously Illinois has – they offered James Brown actually after the event. Again, they found out how good he was somehow, and it was pretty uh, pretty wild um, how that happened. So, But they they did a really good job of, um, you know, I think throwing out these offers to some of these kids, you know, whether it's Jovanovich and Brown or Trimble, whoever so, it is. So in, in your eyes um... – in the next couple of weeks in state guys who should be on offer watch, you know, cause obviously, you know, they haven't offered everyone, but there's gotta be a couple out there, you know, 2022, three, four, whoever that could be on offer watch. They continue to put up numbers. Who do you think? Yeah. So, okay. If I got to pick guys that I think are on offer watch, I would probably go with a, um, I think uh, Ty Pence is one guy. Um, okay. I think he's on, he, he's a kid to watch. I think he could get an offer. Um, in the, you know, if he keeps playing like this, um, I don't think they're quite ready to move on like a Weber type or some, one of these other guys. I, you know, obviously James Brown got an offer. Um, another kid that maybe if uh, an out of state kid, um, that I, I kind of, I don't know if he has an official offer, uh, Jalen hooks, who is a kid played for, um, George, H- George Hill, uh, Indy stars or in all indie team, G H A I they're called. And uh, he was really good. He played. He had a great game, great matchup with Javante Taylor. Um, you saw them. So I think he could be a kid that you know they they start pushing a little more on. I know they like him. Um, a kid named. And then I mentioned the 23 kid, um, the uh, Jackson uh, Mateki, Mareki Mateki, whatever, um, from the Fire 16U team. Obviously, really good player. I think he's a guy that you could see um, possibly get an offer. Um, because they kind of build that relationship with those fire guys. Um, you know, Jaden Shute didn't play this weekend, so, you know, he's already got an offer. Jalen Quinn is a kid that they've been following. He didn't have as great a weekend as he probably is capable of. I've seen him play better. Um, Kraft would be a kid that I think could possibly get an offer down the road. Um, you know, we'll just kind of see how he plays if they watch him. Um, but I would say those are probably the guys from this event that I would see okay. them offering. Um, Trey Pettigrew actually is a 2022 kid who said he was going to move back to, he moved to Arizona to play this year. And, or, yeah. And uh, he, so he said he's going to probably move back to Chicago next year. So he's a kid that they wa- they'll watch too. He said he wants to visit Illinois um, this summer. Another kid at the event. He played with the Fire 17s. He had a really good weekend. I, you just wonder how much he would overlap with like a Reggie Bass 
you know do you want two yeah. of, they're very similar i would say you know and how they yeah. play and what they do so um, yeah, those, those would be my guys right now that i would say okay and you did mention how Illinois has those relationships with Mac and fire how is that relationship right now you know it's, it's funny i actually talked to him this weekend and it seems you know you go through these things like everybody reads don't get me wrong I, i'm sure they were ticked like i'm sure they're like they're telling adam miller you know you can do warns you can do this and and sure sure they I mean, they have that conversation we all do i mean we all have that conversation with like it's almost like with your kids i mean you tell them you know you're talking to your kids yeah boy coach probably should have done this yeah exactly you know it's i could have done this well you're right you know and so but there's it's not like they don't there's not animosity there they it's just more of a it is what it is. I mean, you just got to kind of build that relationship, keep building. You're going to have, you know, it's like when you're married, if you're married to someone, someday you'll get married, Brandon. And, and you'll, <laughs> there'll be days, there'll be days when you're like, why am I married? What am I doing here? This is crazy. Yeah. But you realize that it's just a day, right? I mean, it's just one day and you're wondering, you get mad at each other and you're fine. So it's kind of like that. I, I would compare it to that. I think they went through a stage, man. But this weekend, everything seemed fine. I know, um, you know, I think Illinois was talking to them, you know, after the event and so forth. So all that stuff happens, it goes down, and you got everybody's mad at everybody at some point. It's just kind of part of the, the process because there's high stakes involved. It's big business. So, you know, it is what it, it is. is. It is a, a bit a big business. Yes, it is. yes exactly, it is. Exactly, it is. So. Well, you you got you got anything else you wanna you wanna add for the for the listeners for the Illini guys out there the new uh, new subscribers anything like that? Wait till the you know we're not, we may not see our Illinois roster till after the June draft camp. See what Kofi comes back and we'll have a, uh, we'll know a little little more about it. And I'm so as we learn those things, we'll we'll find out who you know who's coming, who's going, and find out who's gonna be on the roster. But I, I think they're in a really good place to add some pieces. They're really gonna help. Um, next year, but also in the future. I, I like their potential to have a really good 2022 class as well. Yeah, and we can also, you know, look around the rest of the Big Ten, what schools refuse to add big man, you know, at the five position or, you know, all these other schools, like, you know, they just d- decide to ignore their best player and go from there. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting. So Yeah, no question. I'll tell you what, another kid that has kind of – here's a portal name that we haven't talked about on here. Another big guy that, that they, they Illinois has some interest in, that he has some interest in Illinois, is the Nunji kid, Jack Nunji, who had really good numbers backing up Luca Garza. He actually – except he also played defense, unlike Luca. Luca was more of a, you know, just score, outscore everybody. If I get 30 and they get 25, I'm plus five. So um, – <laughs> but, uh, you know – but Nunji actually, you know, you notice that he actually changed the game a little bit when they played in Illinois. When he came in, his defense made it more difficult for Illinois. So Nunji's kid coming off a knee injury and things, wants to get a little closer to Indy where he's from. So I, I think he's an interesting kid to watch um, as Illinois pushed through. I, we'll see what happens. I, I like the kid. I think he's got a lot of potential. And, you know, they added Omar Payne, obviously, up front. But, you know, Nunji can also play some – you can play him 4-5. You can play Payne 4-5. They can play together. So – Lots of lots of pieces still out there. Lots of openings for Illinois. They have at least, you know, depending on what Adam Miller, you know, if you know, there's talk about him coming back, whatever. I, I don't know. We'll see. But there's like they're, they're, they can have four or five scholarships still available out there. So they have a lot of pieces they can still fill with. Um, they've got a lot of Plan A's and they've got a lot of Plan B's too that we're gonna see as time goes on. And the Plan B's are pretty good. So yeah, I, they are. that's what legit players. You know, I see. I see all these people on some, you know, message boards and they're freaking out and, you know, going down doomsday and all this other stuff. And it just, I, I want to start taking down usernames. No, I just, you know, I, just, I, w- I would tell Illinois fans, just take a step back, relax. It's going to be okay. I promise. I promise you it's going to be okay. There's no question. And I think the biggest recruit is still going to be coming June when we determine whether or not Kofi Coburn is back with the Illini, and we're not going to know until at least the end of June, early July, before that happens. Yep. So just got to stay patient till then, and just keep adding pieces so that if he does go, you're ready to go. If he doesn't go, you're top ten Even team. Better. You got pieces to go around it. So, all right, Brandon Wildman, thanks for coming on to Sturdy for Thirty. I know it's a late night for you because you had a long day, and now you got to work tomorrow. I guess I got to work tomorrow uh, too. So I don't know how that works, but. <laughs> College basketball season ends. It's recruiting season now. It's filling that roster. We're going to see what the Illini do. I'm going to be out and about in a couple weeks again. Um, I got 
I think I've got three more spring tournaments that I'm going to cover. Why not, guys? Actually, we're going to cover a tournament in Dallas as well um, because we have some people down in Dallas. Then we've got Brandon up there in Wisconsin who's going to cover the Cheesehead events up there. So we've got a lot of a uh, lot of stuff coming up from IlliniGuys.com, and uh, so hope you guys will uh, subscribe and join. Uh, feel free to rate us, give us five stars. Uh, Brandon's now going to be look, working on uh, lines for uh, baseball games. Um, I think now, oh, so God. he can do his iron lines. Maybe not. I, Maybe I, no. Division I need, I need one AA football. I don't know. <laughs> I need I need a couple of weeks of watching MLB baseball to get a get a grasp on on how the season's going to go because it's not pretty week one ever so you don't know how the pitching staffs are any of that stuff but we will be doing coming out of the pod here soon um, just kind of detailing exactly what all betting terms are what it means um, how you go about the betting market or if you're going to a book in Illinois or you know Nevada we had a couple uh, you had a member on a line of guys ask about that and. That is in the works. I'm trying to – if you have any qu- any suggestions on what to cover, shoot me a message on Twitter at Eye on the Lines or on the for- – or atlantaguys.com. Um, you know, whatever you want covered, we'll, we'll try to get it covered and explain. So. We also have an exciting giveaway coming up. Oh, I can't tell it yet. So could be, yeah, base- say, could be baseball-related. I don't think I'm supposed to say that yet, but it could be baseball-related, like tickets yeah, or something. Yet. I don't know. Something to do with, like <laughs> – Something to do with I don't know what you're talking about. I never heard. Could be something coming up, an exciting giveaway for our members. So, um, anyway, all right. Hey, Brad Sturdy, Sturdy for 30. Brandon Wildman, uh, lineofguys.com. Thanks for listening, guys, and we will see you next week.